Welcome back to High School Backups Podcast. My name is Jake. I am here with everybody besides Nick and Steve as they have some other things they have to attend to tonight. Uh, well, guys, it's the 73rd episode. We've got a really good uh, episode uh, ready to come up for you. First and foremost, we're definitely going to be talking about who the greatest college quarterback of all time is, and that is what I am most excited about today. There is no else. debate. There really isn't a debate, and I think Kyle and I have different answers, and it's really funny. Um <laughs> Yeah, but first, we're going to get started with some news. Austin, you want to tell me what happened in the uh, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, please? Uh, well, I mean, it, it wasn't anything that spectacular of a year compared to, like, some of the other years they've had. It was still a good game, um, but the Stars didn't uh, – it's, it's just funny because it's not like a star you would have expected. Elias Diaz walked it – or not walked it off, but hit a, a two-run shot in the eighth inning to uh to give the lead to the nl which uh was the first time the nl has won in i think 10 years or maybe a little more than that i forget it's it's a i'm double checking i'm double austin i'm not gonna lie to you you said that name and i go i don't know who that is that exactly he plays (laughs) for the rockies so why would you know um yes uh so in in overall it was a three to two win for the nl um and there wasn't really anything that spectacular overall um there were some, you know, good plays and things like that, but just, you know, a good, really yeah. good, uh, fun. Ten, ten years. Yeah, it was ten years. I was, I was so mad because I bet on the American League to win, and I was like, I bet on an American League team, American League uh, player to win the home run derby, which happened, and then I bet uh, the American team to win the All Star game because the National League never fucking wins anything, and when they when he hit the home run, I was like, are you kidding me? Was I was so uh, anything that together? Kyle bets, yeah, bet the exact opposite. Okay, yes, but <laughs> oh, hold on. Did you did you bet for uh, uh who was it um Guerrero to win? I uh, didn't bet him exactly. I bet a Rosarina? I just bet, yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, I would have thought you would have bet either him or uh or um uh who's the guy from the Mariners? I also bet him to win. Oh What's his name? Lord. Jose Ramirez. Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Ramirez. Oh my lord. Um, in short, it, it is the first time the National League has won the All-Star game in a decade. Um big sad role American yeah. League. Fuck the the, the home run derby was far more fun to watch actually. Oh, I heard. A, I heard. a lot of amazing stuff. Uh Ken Jose Griffey Ramirez hit what? Hit. 27 or 37 home runs in one uh, round. Uh, was it 27? Well, I, I what, did, he, what did what did He uh, didn't have the record anymore, but he did hit a lot, but Jose Ramirez hit um, 41 in the first yeah. round. Something so, like that. Dear Lord. Which, by the way, they get, what, two minutes? Uh, is the baseline for everybody. They get two minutes, mm. and then you can get a uh, bonus 30 seconds. Um, if you hit, I forget. A home run over 300, I think? No, not. I forget. The first 30, the second 30, you have to hit two balls over 400 and like 50 yeah. or 430 or something, something like that, like, like that. A, a ridiculous uh, amount. Yeah. Um, so if you hit oh, that... Oh, did they change the rules for the home run derby? Uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I would say they've been doing this format probably about... They've done some minor tweaks overall uh, last five, couple of five, that shows five you how much ago. I've kept with base. That shows you how yeah. much I've kept up with baseball besides the records. Um, I think the first time they did that actually was the year Judge won it in 2017 maybe okay maybe, that makes sense. maybe it was after that but they made some more changes in that but yeah. overall the format they changed it to versus the way old format that we grew up with um was a lot better because um, you have bonus things that you can achieve by hitting long shots and, and and doing really well uh so in the end i think 
he ended up with three minutes. And so in three minutes, he hit 41 home runs, which is just, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. I, I remember when Vlad Guerrero Sr. won the home run derby mm-hmm. and watched the Vlad Guerrero Jr. like running around while his dad was hitting home runs. I yeah. remember watching that as a kid. Ridiculous. And then it's, it's, that's no, really no, cool. Yeah. That's, won it, that's so. super it's cool. full circle. I personally think the home run derby is the best, like, the best. It might be uh, the best all star, like, event week, in yeah. all of sports. That's, that's what I'm agree. trying to get to. I was yeah. like, I couldn't think of what to say for and, I think no, it's like I knew the what best you're activity. At. Yeah. I would honestly take all of the uh, all star festivities for the MLB over pretty much every other one. Yeah. Because I like they the three point contest. In this. I like the three well, point yeah, contest. Well, yeah, I like the three point contest. They do actually try in that. I miss but... the NFL skills challenge. This is a whole other conversation. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for right. me, it's a, it's, maybe it's nostalgia for me for the MLB yeah. all star game because it's, again, it's America's game. I grew up loving it. But then also, like, in the middle of summer, it was the, like, big thing that you looked forward to in July. You know, you had Independence Day, and then you had this, and it was, like, everybody... It was the only thing really going on while we were hey, in. Hey, hey MLS All-Star, the penalty... People care now, but nobody I'm, gave a yeah, shit they back in 2006, dog. <laughs> they need to make no. that goalkeeper wars. <laughs> that sounds actually sick. But, Kyle, why don't you tell me what happened at Wimbledon this week? because um for the first time in what 25 years someone other first, than like some four people won the wimbledon <laughs> for the first time i think it was 30 plus years for the men's and women's two first timers won for the first time in however many years which is whatever insane was, yeah. whatever it was um i forgot how to pronounce i, I forgot the woman's first name but vonda rasova who going into Wimbledon was unranked in the world. She, she was actually, she was ranked 180th in Huge the world. Huge dub, should have hit the under. Uh, did, I should have bet her. Uh, why didn't I? Well, then she would have lost. Exactly. Yeah, she would have lost. Um, she was a massive underdog. Of the seven matches it takes from round one to the championship, uh, five of the, her opponents were top 20 ranked in the world. And she beat them all. Uh, so she had an insane... Uh, story to win the whole thing. She has now gone from rank 180th in the world to rank 30th in the world with her win in w- Wimbledon. So pressure is on heading towards the U.S. Open later this summer for her to actually win. Uh, but in the men's tournament, it wasn't quite that uh, same situation. It was the number one ranked player in the world who ended <laughs> up who winning. But it was still his first Wimbledon. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz who, if you guys don't know of him, he's fairly new. He is 20 years old. Um, he did win the U.S. Open last year, um, but into this uh, this season, he has struggled. Uh, he had lost to Djokovic twice, um, both times in the quarterfinals, and he was finally able to beat Djokovic. And thank God, because I cannot stand Djokovic. I cannot stand him. <laughs> oh my lord! We're gonna but, move. Yeah. We're gonna move yeah. right into soccer. Uh, that is good for tennis, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I'm getting sick yeah. of seeing Nadal, Djokovic, and like two yeah. other names. I'm I'm excited um, for some fresh faces uh, to start winning. That's for sure. Andrew, uh, I know that there are two different things that we need to talk about with soccer. Let's start with the Mexican National League team. Uh, tell me about oh. their recent successes. Uh, so Mexico just won the CONCACAF Gold Cup, um, beating Panama one nothing in the 88th minute, scoring the freaking goal, winning goal. Um, there were eight yellow cards handed out in that whole entire match, which is 
quite a bit. So it was a very aggressive match. Um, statistically, uh, both teams played really well. Possession was pretty equal throughout the whole entire match. Um, and, uh, like, I don't know. I'm just surprised that Mexico actually won a match. Um, <laughs> Panama deserved Panama deserved the win more. Um, just because of the way Mexico plays uh, was playing and the fact that Andrew, they lost to Qatar. Andrew, Andrew, I'll tell you why Panama lost to Mexico. Ready for it? It's because I bet them to yeah, win. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle well, like, is the, has the worst betting streak of all time. I swear. But like with this, it's like with this over a hundred billion. That's not yeah, true. No. But yeah, Kyle, you need to stop betting on teams. Please don't bet on the United States winning any more matches. I guarantee you. Did you bet? Wait, no, no, no. You bet on them to win. You bet on them to win against Panama. Andrew. So I did. Yes, I did do that. But the women's, the women's, uh, for the women's World Cup, which you'll get to in a second, their odds to win the whole tournament are minus five thousand. It, that that would be for me to bet like ten bucks to win uh, like five cents like something ridiculous. <laughs> I would bet that ten dollars and I would lose. That that is my luck when it comes to this. But anyway, my lord. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I wonder if it um, shows like Kyle's losses versus his. I want to see. I there. wish. I can pull I it wish. up. No, please I don't. Oh, please don't. I don't need to be depressed today. I don't want to make Riley um, depressed. Um, <laughs> but, keep going. But, like, uh, with this win for Mexico, they proved that they are still a top team in the CONCACAF uh, conference for for nations. Um, and uh, it kind of just proves the point that, like, you know, with Copa America coming up, the Olympics coming up, uh, and uh, the next World Cup, that Mexico is still hanging around. Um, they finally found a footing in their hole. To kind of get through, and uh, I also need to say this: American fans, please stop with the with the nonsense. Mexico didn't even play us at all in the Gold Cup, and we put a B team in to t- kind of develop players uh, to help evolve our next steps in going into the next World Cup to find best fitting players going in. So, like, we don't need to like bash on Mexico because they didn't play us and they won. Congratulate Mexico! Like, yes, they are one of our biggest rivals, but like, we lost to Panama. And a penalty shootout. That's on us. Like, uh, f- Andrew, like we can't for, the, for people who are ignorant in soccer, what does the CONCACAF stand for? Uh, Well, it is a very long phrase, and I cannot remember what it is. Okay, All that's I know fine. Is it's, I like just... a confeder- it's like a confederation of North American conference okay uh, whatever not a huge deal yeah Yeah. it's essentially all the countries in north america in a league together yeah it's like caribbean on like yeah it's just (laughs) okay it's just a bunch of that's the gist of it why don't you tell me about the women's national team and the women's world cup beginning all right so this friday july 21st begins the biggest journey of the united states women's national team they are on the verge of going for three P, which has never been done by any national team before, both men and women's, and they are proving a point in history right now that they are USA versus the world. Now, in the group stage that the United States is in, they have the team that they beat in the last World Cup, which is the Netherlands, and a two nothing win. So this is going to be a tough matchup for them. But they also play Vietnam, and I think it's, like, Portugal. Um, So, currently, the only team I see as a bigger problem for them is 
the Netherlands because of the fact that they went all the way in the last World Cup. So it's a big, big opportunity for them to kind of step up. So we'll see. We'll definitely see the United States kind of push through. Um, but they were riddled with injuries going into this World Cup. Um, a lot of their key component players were out. Um, but, you know, everything everything that they're doing to kind of bring in players with veterancy and young players who have really stepped up throughout this whole entire year to kind of step in and be a big, like, support and actually making this strive, I think is really great. And I think the United States women's national team is going to do great. And I hope we get a three-peat because why the heck not? Because seeing five stars on top of that crest is going to look very freaking amazing. Odds are they win the whole thing. USA. Um... Odds they like, win the whole thing. 50 50, 70 30, 30 70. Where are we at? 99 uh, 1. I'm and it'll take, be the one because yeah, Kyle's betting on the women's world team. I'm taking a 60 to 40 odds right now um, until I see how things play out and how they actually do in the first group stage matches. Um, but they're playing Vietnam, so it's kind of like a warm up match for them. So <laughs> why not? They have Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino in. Alex Morgan is probably going to drop a hat trick on them. Why not? <laughs> Oh, my Lord. All right. Uh, Andrew, so, oh, go ahead, Austin. Go ahead. <laughs> just for those who wanted to know what CONCACAF did stand for, it is the Confederation of North, Central America, and Caribbean Association Football. That is a fucking mouthful, but okay. Uh, it was founded in 1961 and covers 41 different nations. That is absolutely insane. Andrew, thank you for letting uh, telling us all about the soccer world. Kyle and Austin, all right, as much as I don't want to let you do this, tell me how concerned you are as fucking Yankees fans right Hold now. On. Moving, you have to let us because you know you are talking about the Red Sox. We are moving week. into the debate portion of our show today. We're going to start with how concerned should Yankees fans be. Kyle and Austin, why don't you take it away for me, boys? You want me to start, Austin? You, or well, you wanna... I guess the first thing is, should we clarify, what are we saying by concern? Concerned about missing the playoffs? Concerned about... Let's start that with you're concerned. only one game. They only one game behind the Red Sox right now. No, no, no. We're we're in last. No, no, they're like, no, no, no. They're like well, three games behind last. the Red Sox. Oh, they're only three games. One oh. game behind. We're in sole one possession. So, so, yeah. um, concerned to make the playoffs. Let's start okay. at the. Is let's it time start to panic, boys? No. Is it, it is fire not... sale time? Oh, Almost. it is fire sale time. Almost. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. So, Austin, I know we had this discussion kind of sort of earlier, but, like, for the record, I, I think a large part to what the Yankees are going through right now is very heavily injury-related and team-built situation. I, the I, I think injury the, is Aaron Judge. That is not true. That is the biggest it's injury. The big, it's only big when they it's, really have it. It's the biggest injury at the moment, uh, oh considering God. our offense is atrocious. Um in 2017, when the Yankees... Yeah, I know you were going to bring this up. <laughs> when oh, the Yankees Lord. should have made it to the World Series if it wasn't for the trash throws. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. No, but I'm just saying... Hold on. If They should have made it there if the team should've. that didn't make it have. there... They actually should have because the team that did cheated to get there. So, no, no. It's but not that we should... did you know? Okay. No Because excuses. we didn't cheat, so there. No um, But anyway... Through 94 games that season, the Yankees were 49 and 45. Through the halfway point of that season, they should have made the World Series that following fall. Currently, it is not it's not 94 games at the moment. It's like 96 right now. The Yankees are 50 and 46. 
It's a very similar situation at, at the moment. The oh, only no. difference, the only difference is in 2017, the team seemed to have a lot more chemistry than this current team does. A lot more chemistry, it seems like. Um, so, so I don't think it's quite the similar situation. But that's why I'm not fully worried yet is because we've dug out of this hole before. I mean, Kyle, it's, it seems like a relatively huge issue not having is, chemistry. It is a pretty big issue, but I don't – I. I think that just now it comes from management situations. So I think that's where Austin and I share similarities is I don't, I don't agree that it's necessarily time to fire sale the team. I think it's time to fire sale the management and the coaching staff. <laughs> I think it's both Austin. Gotta go. <laughs> Austin, let's go. I need to hear it. Let's have it. I want them to burn the organization to the ground. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, this is I want Cashman gone. I want. I agree. Um, Aaron Boone gone. He should I never resign. The fact that they did. Oh, he's won 100 games. Oh, he's won 100 games. I don't care what you did in the regular season. Stop giving me an excuse. For it. This is Stop New York. We don't give a fuck. I don't care what you do in the regular season. If you don't bring me home those chips, baby, those rings. So you're telling me the regular care. season doesn't matter. Oh. Let's go. Oh. No. Oh. We, we really want me to go back into that. It matters, but it doesn't matter if you don't win anything. Ask the Bruins that. Um, oh, got him. I mean, got I, mean I already admitted that it sucked. I know. So, anyways, um, yes, fire sale. The big thing for me is I know the management's not going to get take ownership because every time we choke in playoffs every year, like last year, where we went to the ALCS again and got swept by the Strohs. Um, they then like to give us this excuse every year that the playoffs are a crapshoot, and that's the excuse as why we don't win. Yet the Astros have been to the World Series in four out of five years and won it twice. So you tell me exactly what that means. Um, it means the Astros are better than you. Yes. Oh, by far. <laughs> um, they are our daddy. Yeah, are. Um, so except give... in 2017, I refuse to accept. That. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> They, I can't believe the MLB didn't make him vacate that title. Different discussion. Uh, I know. Sorry, uh, go ahead, Rob, Austin. Uh, side note, since you brought that up, my, Rob Manfred did say he actually regrets not putting um, – not vacating the title, but not making the players pay because they didn't do any – the players didn't pay for anything. They literally didn't even get suspended. Yeah. Like, they all should have gotten us. Anyways, but for the Yankees right now, yes. Could they turn it around? Sure. Look at the uh, – was it the Phillies last year, right? Nobody expected them to. So if you make the playoffs, there is a chance you can do something, right? You can get hot at that moment. Do I think that's going to happen? No. First reason. Uh, Judge may or may not play again this season. And if he does not play, we're definitely not going anywhere. Um, he has a torn ligament in his toe. That they are, when, I, when we had this conversation, what, a month ago, I thought yeah, he was coming back in a couple of days. Because that's what they were saying. He was only going to be out of, you know, 10 days or whatever. He has a strained toe, whatever, like big toe. It, he's going to be fine. And then for like three weeks, they were just kept saying that. And then all of a sudden, Judge was like, oh, no, it's torn. We're like... Were you just lying to us to make us buy tickets and come? Like I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> so, um, anyways, without him, not gonna go far. Um, and then the rest of the team. I mean, uh, it's a minor league team at best with the bats right now. I mean, Josh Donaldson. Thank God he's on the IL. He is <laughs> a trash can, and uh, we finally. Listen, we might more without him in you've the got, line. You've got you've got Giancarlo Stanton at three hundred mil, Josh Donaldson at one hundred and fifty mil. It's so stupid how much we're paying Josh Donaldson. But anyways, so I would, this is what I want. I want them. Unfortunately, Giancarlo has a no trade clause and he signed through twenty twenty eight, which is 
annoying. So out of his three hundred, out of his three hundred twenty-five million that he got starting with the Marlins, and then the Yankees picked it up when they traded for him. Um, that's till twenty twenty-eight. So I think it's like something like twenty-five million even to that point, like in the year. Um, anyways, so it'll be hard to get rid of him because he has to waive or, or, or you know his no trade clause and say where he wants to go. Um, I'm and hoping no they can work that out with him. For him. Not likely. Um, some. If he was on an expiring contract, that he would because he's a big bat and he performs in the playoffs. You actually go check; he's actually our yeah, best bat no, in the playoffs he, every year. He's a very, very good bat in the playoffs. The problem is he's got what five years left of control, and he hits right now two hundred. Yeah, that's gonna be hard to move. And he's which, if anybody had been paying attention to Giancarlo Stanton at any point in his career, they would have known that this is exactly who Giancarlo Stanton is. Well, up Just until a couple years ago, he was at his career stats. I think is like two sixty. Of of um, I don't think it was uh, that high, dude. I'm pretty sure it is. I think Kyle he hits 235 up. for his career, and that's before this 200 higher, season. But um, Kyle, can you look this up, please? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm working on it. So, anyways, what I want is Giancarlo traded if possible. Find a way, you know, if you got to eat most of his contract, that's fine. But they're not going to cut him, so see if you can trade him away, even if it's for basically nothing. Um, get rid of. This is the reason I want him gone is because I want Otani next year, either before the season is over or in the off. But so trade him. I want DJ gone. I want uh, Rizzo gone. I want Rizzo. You could actually trade for something probably. Um, maybe not some high prospects. He's not having his best year, but uh, I want it, him gone. Pause. Uh, his career batting average is two sixty two in the regular season. Okay, that's what I thought. So it's it's actually okay. not that bad. No, it's um, not bad. But he's having a really bad year this year. Yeah. I uh, lied. Last year wasn't that great. I a hundred percent just lied. That okay, was no, I'm not lying. Never mind. Ignore me. I'm looking. I'm <laughs> Wikipedia. The way, Wikipedia. The way they just had right. that stacked was so confusing. Just, Let so me just, just keep going, Austin. Just keep it was two sixty two. That's the final final answer. Okay. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> run right through it again. Get rid of the management for this off season. I want Cashman gone. He's done. He's got you one ring really because he inherited all the great players from the '90s, like Jeter and everybody, into the early 2000s. They were winning everything. So get him gone. He hasn't done anything. He keeps building teams that are relevant. And this is the reason I hope the Yankees do not go above 500 and hopefully have one of the worst records. Oh, they're, they're still going to be competitive, but like have a worse-ish record for a last place team because that will give fuel to hopefully say, Cashman, you suck at creating teams and you finally aren't perfect or, or above 500, um, which is like 25 years straight or something like that. So anyway, get rid of those two and then trade Stanton. Rizzo, Glaber, Glaber's a big one. No, no, yes, Stop I know it. he's hitting well, but you need to capitalize on it now. We can move Volpe over to second, put Peraza at shortstop, and then that's the future right there with with Judge. Um, and then so so get rid of Glaber while he still has value because he's the number like right now he's hitting phenomenally, hitting three thirty nine. Trade him, um, trade Rizzo, trade all those guys. DJ Lemayhu, he'd be a valuable bat for somebody on a contender that just needs versatility he can play every position in the infield so literally just fire sale all of those people get rid of some of the pitchers um trade herman trade luis severino if you can like get all those guys out the door and then let's uh let's 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 burn it down and and, so, and rebuild because <laughs> you got you got judged for 10 years or well seven more after this i should say because he signed for eight or whatever let's capitalize on his the rest of his deal and whatever you got at Cole left, because Cole is pitching at a Cy Young level right now, and he is getting just destroyed by having no offense back him up. Like he should have won yet the other game where he pitched. Was it Saturday? Yeah, six right. innings, 
with one run and 11 Ks, and he ends up not getting a win. So. All right, boys. So what I'm hearing, Kyle, is saying that the Yankees are still a World Series contender, and I'm hearing Austin That's say, That's not what I said. If that is not what I said. <laughs> if that is they exactly buy at the deadline, said. I'm going to be so pissed because there's a possibility they trade for Cody Bellinger, who they could have signed in the offseason because he wanted to be a Yankee. I, I... <laughs> Listen, all Austin, I got to tell you I is that you, I, don't I would love a fire – I would love a fire sale of the Yankees because I think that would be absolutely funny. Uh, it would be the first time in my lifetime that it would be like, okay, rebuild time in New York. I think it would be um, the first time in our parents' lifetime. The thing is, no, no, they definitely rebuild, sucked. but Not fire sale sucked. Kyle, la- sale. last thing I'll say on this, Jake. Kyle, if this, is the, this could be actually the perfect um, gift in disguise because if we fire sale everybody and we got rid of Stan's contract, we can go get Otani in the offseason for $600 million. With him, Judge, and then you bring up some of the young guys that are really good, like Austin Wells. Obviously, Volpe will be better next year. Peraza will be is, is already showing that he's good. Get Jason Dominguez in here for the next year too. You still got I don't Bader. know. As I don't know. As as awesome as Otani is, and obviously the greatest player. Every time a generational talent comes here, they don't do well. I mean, you got Judge. Who? Yeah, but he was drafted here. Doesn't matter. Like, like no, it I, does matter. It does matter. I know it people. Matters. I'm talking. I'm talking. I know it matters. I'm just trying to be a dick. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. Try- I'm like talking specifically. Are you talking like Otani's gonna play. Otani's gonna play Otani. Like he's gonna be fine. I'm not talking pitchers either, because obviously Garrett Cole was. Are you talking? Like who are you talking about? Was the last person that didn't do well? It was a generational talent. I'm trying to remember his name from the 2012 free agent class. I'm blanking. Oh, Teixeira. Mark Teixeira. Yes, he that was 2009, but he did he fine had, in the beginning. Yeah. That's not he's not who I was talking about either. Hold uh, on. Um 2012. I forgot who I'm talking Fucking about. Cool. But there was one particular player from the mid 2000s that we sign? drafted. We not signed. We not drafted. We signed him to get try and get Jeter one more ring in the late 2000s. And I, I can't know. remember 2012? Yeah, 2012 2013ish season. It was before Jeter was calling it quits. Um, I don't, I don't think this matters. I'm Who's a generational on. talent? I'm just curious. I don't know who you're thinking. I'll, I'll get back talent. to you. Move on. Yeah, I'll, get back I'll, to me. I'll, uh, I'll message <laughs> privately about it. No, no. You can say it out loud when you find it. All right. All, All right, right boys. We're going to move on to the biggest news in the NFL. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going over to the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to focus more on what this does for the Tennessee Titans because, honestly, from what I understand, the Patriots offered a competitive offer and – Instead of betting on himself and the incentives, he took the more guaranteed money, which anybody would do in his position, and that's fine. Um, I shouldn't pour, I shouldn't say it like that. That makes me sound salty. I'm really not. I, I think he did what was best for himself. Brian um, McCann. That's who it was. Are you saying generational with Brian McCann? He was. Brian McCann, my, Brian McCann was one of the greatest catchers of our generation. Bro, when nobody knows played. who the fuck okay. that is. All right, okay. over to DeAndre you, Hopkins. Sorry, can I just say this, Jake? <laughs> yes, Otani, Brian McCann is in like okay. – Otani. Um, what? Yes, obviously they're even different close to the same. They're different oh A-Rod, I'd have been like, yes. No. They're different. Well, A-Rod was good for him. No, they're different levels, obviously. Like, I'm not trying to compare Brian McCann to Otani. I'm not. I mean, that's what it seems like you were trying to do, bro. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins. It's a much more lighthearted situation. (laughs) Let's talk about what he does for the Tennessee Titans, right? Everything. No, no, that's not. That's not true. Um, Honestly, okay. I am probably one of the... I think there's a lot of people out there who really think DeAndre Hopkins is washed, which is just an absolutely fucking ignorant argument if you've watched Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins play in the last year and a half. 
Um, the dude was on pace for 1,500 yards last year. Mind you, he was playing with a much better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, but that is what it is. Um, first and foremost, what DeAndre Hopkins does for this Tennessee Titans team is it slides everybody down a slot. So instead of Traylon Burks being a number one and having the best corner focused on Traylon Burks, he now gets uh, corner twos, which I think allows Traylon Burks to develop a little bit better. Uh, he is personally, in my opinion, not ready to be taking on cornerback ones in the NFL. He's not there yet. Um, and in their new offense, um, if for those of you who don't know, Tennessee fire, fired their offensive coordinator last year and is moving to a less zone, like, I don't know how to put it, but they're essentially switching offenses, and it fits Traylon Burks a little bit less. It's less of a Shanahan-style offense and more of a power run-style offense. Um and that's fine. I think it definitely helps DeAndre. Ho- I think it helps bring in DeAndre Hopkins because DeAndre Hopkins is going to produce regardless of what offense you're running. To be quite honest with you, um, I know people are going to make jokes about you know Tennessee is where receivers go to die. I've made those jokes just because you know they're funny. Um, but no, DeAndre Hopkins should produce for this team. I don't think it makes them a Super Bowl contender. I don't think you go to the Tennessee Titans to chase rings. Uh, but I'm going to open it up to the floor. I know that Austin is prepared to talk about this. Um, we were supposed to have Steve talk about it too, but that's okay. Austin, hit me up. Um, I'm going to do – I'll do a little bit of both since we were saying we were going to kind of talk about how uh, – what I'll do is I'll talk about how kind of a big of a miss I think it is for the Pats this yeah, year. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Um, I mean, number one, we kind of had this argument earlier because Kyle, you know, he just likes to argue and his takes yeah, are terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> But he was trying to make the argument that Mac Jones is far superior. Uh, I mean, sorry, inferior. To Which is, Ryan I'm Kennedy. sorry, Kyle. That's a dumb argument. That's absolutely, that's absolutely ignorant. I was I'll, okay. I'll, I'll say my part. I'll say my part. Okay. I was okay <laughs> if you had said like, uh, Hill maybe better. Like you could argue that. I think we and Jake would both disagree with it at this point. But um, saying he's clearly better is what I took a problem. Yeah. With. If I, you that, go like Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion, is better. I'm like, okay. I mean, I think you're wrong, but like, okay. <laughs> but, like, it's, you know, there's an argument to be made. But anyways, yeah. I think for the Pats, uh, it's a big loss, and I think they should have given him a little bit more guaranteed. Yeah. Um, or even come back with another one. He said no to that. Just say, hey, okay, we'll give you a little bit more guaranteed. We'll still have the incentives. Or even just say, hey, look, maybe he would have come if you had bumped the incentives up another $2 million or whatever they could have done yeah. to get him here. And Point I mean, is, so do you put that on – I see a lot of people putting it on Bill. Do you put that on Bill or do you put it like that's a competitive offer that's not Bill? on Bill Belichick at this point? Bill, Bill I, Belichick. I, okay. Belichick. I, I would say – I like, would have to know who's If you were going to assign – if you're going to assign blame, like Bill Belichick's the GM. So clearly like – So he, I would have to put it on him because he d- yeah. is the GM. Okay. Um, See, I don't think it's a bit of contracts and stuff. I don't think that's a Bill Belichick issue solely because obviously, like, you made a competitive offer, clearly. And depending on what the incentives are, we don't know what they were. I'm assuming they were, like, reachable, attainable goals. Like, I can't fault DeAndre Hopkins for being like, no, I want the guaranteed money, like, whatever. But Bill Belichick's known to do, like, the whole incentive-laden deal. We were even saying doing the same thing, like... Yeah, we were t- I'm like, okay he did exactly that. what we said he should do, and it just happened with you know Tennessee offered more guaranteed. Right. My problem is the fact of what offer that first. That's why I'm putting the blame on him. And then yeah. if it doesn't happen, this is a guy you should go get because it's a critical year for math. That's the yeah. reason I'm saying it's so important. And that's why. It, oh no, I me, agree with you. It's a huge miss. 
yeah it, it's it's a big miss for them it's a great addition and i won't go into because you said everything yeah. about it but for me it's a big miss strictly for the fact you got um uh you've got juju Brian, you, right you've got juju you have um, bill o'brien bill o'brien and you have matt coming off of a very bad year uh, compared to what he did obviously the first year and everybody yeah. in the rock room continues talking about people that are actually GM scouts things talk about they really like Mac Jones the way he reads the game. Yeah. Um. So all the hate he got last year was not warranted because he was just like, dude, this is uh, this is kids. Bro, league. it was literally playing? a pop Warner offense. Right. Um. So you needed to get this to take that next level yeah. for Mac, I think, because Juju is a little bit better. Um. Jacoby Myers, in my yeah. opinion, he's not that yeah. fast. He's not going to break open coverage. He's more athletic than Jacoby Myers is, but yeah. yes. But overall, pull up more for the ball. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree with you, Austin. I mean, I think he would have done the same thing, but to a, like, bigger degree in New England, where he yeah. pushes everybody down. If you have Juju, like, I think Juju's probably slotted in a wide receiver one, meaning, like, he's the first read. He's not playing wide receiver X like Devontae Parker is, obviously. Right. Parker's playing the X on the outside, like, that's what he does. Right. But when it comes to being wide receiver one, you plug in Juju probably at the Z Z route because that's or Z spot because you want him in the slot running routes and getting open underneath Um, and then you probably have Kendrick on the F which is flanker side obviously I think they want to put Taekwon out there I think think Kendrick and Taekwon are going to spend a little bit of time splitting the F spot but that's just me I Uh, I feel like I would be surprised so either if Kendrick switches with Devontae out there as well yeah no I think Kendrick has a lot of like a bigger role either way right Right, but, because they want to utilize him after last season. Like but, he showed up for yeah. for Max first season pretty well. Yeah. And then we added Parker, but with Parker somewhat being somewhat injury prone once in a while, yeah. especially with him having that concussion last season and then nobody stopping the game. Um, I really think that like we're we should definitely potentially look at Bourne being like, that option to fill in. Yeah, and I mean, if you get D Hop, you essentially push Devonte Parker out because you're putting you're right. putting D Hop at the X. Like it's not right. So but, that was yeah. for me. That was the big thing was get him because you need yeah. Mac to show that he can. Because if he doesn't show well this year, right, you're probably still you're looking, looking at a quarterback. At year, like you're, you're looking at a quarterback looking, in the right? draft. Yeah, exactly. So you're thinking, okay, is there for Belichick? He's now thinking about it, looking, and if they if he doesn't perform well this year, he's probably that means we probably have a higher draft pick. So are we looking, saying, are we going to move up that kind of stuff? Now it's yeah. a totally different scenario going into next season, and I think that's why it's very critical to see. Okay, can he get back to at least freshman? Or rookie year because if he gets back yeah. to his rookie year, you're like, okay, so we know it was a down year there. He can now trend up. We're good with him. Yeah. Let's keep going. And now you have D Hop for two, right? It was going to be a two year deal. It's going to be a two year deal, yeah. Right. Well, I'm saying I, I think we it. offered him a two, right? Yeah, it was a two year so deal. So you have him. It was essentially years. the same deal, but with more incentives instead of right. Guaranteed exactly. Money. So for me, it was you get him for the first year to show that Matt can make that progression back to where he was or better. And then if he does, the next year expect him to take another leap. And now we're looking and saying, yep, we've got our guy. We can go forward. If D Hop walks after that, it's fine because we can draft guys get in. And for me, the big other big thing was getting D Hop in to train Taekwon to show Taekwon how to be a better. Um, number one maybe even number two depending where he ends up Tyquan's more of a two guy be. he's one of those Brandon Cooks type of players he's faster than Cooks yeah. like you know I think I mean. he maybe we'll see maybe he could develop into a 1B type yeah. receiver yeah. like a Godwin right like a Godwin mm-hmm. would be considered on a lot of teams a one but yeah. not really a 1A so I think he may be a 1B if he had the right coaching and he had like the way he's progressed over his what two yeah. years now so um 
No, I mean, again, I I agree with you. D-Hop not being on the Patriots kind of sucks. It's a huge loss for the Patriots. Like, if they were going to make one move this offseason, that would have been it. Like, yeah. that that would have been it for me. Um, but, again, I don't I, – I've been on record stating that I don't mind our weapons. Like, I think they're a little bit underrated. I think people really hate on the Patriots' weapons for less than spectacular reasons. I don't think they're, like, top 10, but I think they're top 20, somewhere in there. Like, 21, 22, 20, like, 19, anywhere in that we'll range. we get one of those running backs that's available. Yeah, if we wouldn't get Delvin Cook, that'd be a huge W. But um, Please don't. Find a way to get Saquon. <laughs> Yeah, find a way to get Saquon because he's sitting with a franchise tag. I'll, I will. Bill Belichick will give Saquon two years, sixteen million guaranteed. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> two hey, years, thirty-two mil. Give me it. Hey, we'll do what we did with Jabril Peppers after he left. <laughs> yes. He was, I have. Like, I have a lot to say about Saquon when it comes to. But like, obviously, I mean, I, I know that we like we're throwing around Tannehill and Mac. I don't. I don't think we need to get into that because it's just not a conversation no, we need to have. No. I wasn't going to. Um, no, I know. Just I, know that Kyle's but, wrong. That's it. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> d- good for Titans fans. Good for the Titans organization. Um, yep. Mike Vrabel was going to get this team to be competitive regardless. Let's be very, very real. Oh. Um, like, can I can I say yeah. one thing? Yeah, go ahead. Um, can, we, can we just all laugh at the fact that they were like, you know what? Let's get rid of A.J. Brown. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> just that's to fucking get stupid. Dude. <laughs> That's what stupid. I was gonna bring up. What? Like so, th- their GM. You don't want to pay him, stupid. but let's pay Diop when he's old. Like, yeah, he's gonna be good, but he's old. You could have had AJ for like what another five Bro, years. So, if AJ Brown never goes to Philadelphia, I don't think Jalen Hurts is considered a top six QB. I'm not no, trying to lie to you, but like, I agree. I, I know that Andrew probably disagrees one. with me, but so but Devontae Smith still would have raced him. But Devontae Smith's that, like you said, he's that one B type yeah. guy. Like, like he can't, he can't take over as a one. Like he's, a, like, he's like a four, number 14-1, but when you have A.J. Yeah. Brown, it just elevates you to a whole nother level. There, there's oh, a yeah. reason why wide receivers get paid higher than running backs, because they yeah. elevate their quarterbacks more. I don't, think, I, I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody was – I don't think anybody's arguing. You should that. be. You should. Are you looking at Twitter, Jake? No, I'm not looking at Twitter. That place is fucking toxic. Um, <laughs> That's why it's great. It's, it's so much fun. That's why you start looking Before, at threads. Speaking of yeah. running backs, let's move Hold into on. the. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go really ahead. quick about. Um, I know where you I, I just wanted to bring up one key statistic about Ryan Tannehill. In the three years that he did play with AJ Brown, who is a, clearly a number one wide receiver. He had the three best career years of his career. Yep. So, yeah. so like a number one wide receiver, it clearly does elevate a quarterback. So that's why I, I do think Tannehill is going to have a fine year. He's going to have a way better year than he did last year. Because it's just it, it's it just clear. Yes, Andrew. Andrew he's going to have yeah. as he's long as their line amazing... is as long as their line is even slightly better. Yeah, he, he should he, have a much better year. I, I, I don't know. Henry, Who did they bring in to replace uh, Taylor Lewan? Well, they didn't have. They had a. Yeah. Le- I forget who it is. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a huge well, deal. Taylor Lewan didn't play well last year anyway. Yeah. No. Re- regardless. He like shit. For the have, have, having, yeah, he had that five sack game against the Falcons early in the. Oh, year. he let Chandler Jones. Yeah, he let Chandler Jones. Yeah. He let he let somebody absolutely annihilate him what, last year. Sorry, Kyle. You you Kyle. No, no, you're good. No, no. You guys are great. My point about uh, 
What's his face? Uh, Deion Brian Tannehill. Brian Hill. Brian AJ. What the fuck am I talking about? Holy shit. will elevate Tannehill to be better than he was last year. That's essentially where I was going with that. Even with this move, I think the Jaguars win the NFC South. Hot, bold take. AFC South. AFC South. Sorry. I think. I mean, the Jags or the Titans would win the NFC South. I don't think that's that bold of a take, to be honest. No. It's not. It's not. I think it's a little bit closer now than it was last week oh sure. probably yeah i, no, I think it's a little right. bit closer let's but anyway. talk about let's talk about uh saquon and josh jacobs here with no contracts yeah. on the table and not signing their franchise tenders uh, <laughs> i'll start oh wait a second Hold on. I i'll start i prepared an essay jake uh no both of these Damn teams it. are fucked without these running backs and i don't care what anybody says i don't both think the raiders these, are uh, i think the I raiders think are absolutely are. fucked Josh Jacobs, besides Devontae Adams, was a lone bright spot on that team last year, and they don't have a fucking quarterback. So Josh Jacobs quite literally went for 1,600 yards last year, and as long as he stays healthy, has no reason not to go for 1,400 this year. Uh, The Raiders are absolutely fucked without Josh Jacobs in the lineup. Uh, the Giants, in a similar situation, are absolutely fucked without Saquon in the lineup. Um, it's, It's not about maybe running backs being as valuable at this point. It's about the running backs' values to those teams. Saquon is the guy in New York, and Josh Jacobs is the guy in Oakland. Like, Saquon so no. quite, Saquon was the best player on their offense, not, and they got to the playoffs not, last year. Not talking about Saquon. I, I meant Josh Jacobs. At the moment, he's not the best player on the Raiders. He's not. Okay, Devontae Adams Devontae. Is there, but like... Yeah. Without a quarterback, Josh Jacobs makes more of an impact. And they don't have one because Jimmy Garoppolo is still hurt. And I'm no, not – but and Brian, Brian Hoyer, Hoyer Brian Hoyer ain't making plays, dog. Not at 38 years old. <laughs> he, he'll be enough. He will be enough to get the ball to Devontae. He'll be enough. Yes, Bro, he will. Broke and barely threw a 15-yard out route. On a slant route? That's I mean, Devontae's a great slant route runner. But. That's McDaniels' specialty calling plays, man. He did that for Brady's whole career. Okay, all, no. All the the argument that Tom Brady is a dink and dunk champion is absolutely fucking fabricated. That's not I where I was going with this. No, so regardless, the absolutely keep going. fucking fabricated. Um, keep no, going. I'm just te- like these teams. Literally, Josh Jacobs and Saquon add three to five wins a year for these teams. If this was the Dallas Cowboys and we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott, I think it's a different conversation, right? If it's the 49ers and we're talking about Christian McCaffrey, it's a slightly different conversation because Kyle Shanahan is that good and their team is that good. The Giants roster, for lack of a better term, has a ton of weak spots. Um, and I think even they will admit that and they get the best out of their players. I, I admire that, but they still have a ton of weak spots. And the Raiders do too. The Raiders are not like a very solid team. They, outside of Devontae and Josh Jacobs, I would and Colton Miller, I wouldn't be and Max Crosby. Like they have pieces, but that's it. They have four really, really good players, and then the rest of their team is kind of like, eh, I could give or take it. They have Jacoby Myers. I could give or take him. I told you that I wanted Juju instead of Jacoby Myers. Okay. <laughs> and Hunter I'm Renfro didn't look very good back, last year. Hunter Renfro didn't look great well, last year. Derek Carr, Derek Carr didn't look great either. Derek Carr, all, Derek Carr sucked last year. Um, yeah, which, but like Hunter, Rev, like the way anyway. they played last year, like as compared to this past season. Uh, well, no, I'm Hunter not saying Renfro that Hunter was bad. No, he he was utilized much more in that slot position, but now like he's Hunter Renfro was a lot better when he was the number one after what's his face oh, got nice arrested. Girl. <laughs> oh, to be fair. After yeah, Henry Ruggs got arrested. All right. And yeah. they still have Brian Edwards. Okay. Yeah. 
Honestly, that's my take. Uh, I think both of these teams okay. are fucked without their star running backs. You could have paid Saquon $16 million and nobody would have questioned it. Um, go ahead, Kyle. So uh, I did some research because I, I wanted to actually that's see. Dangerous. It is dangerous because this might be my best argument I've ever came up with. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. So I, 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 I did some – I looked into this a little because I wanted to know truthfully why – the Giants didn't decide to sign their best player. Because Saquon is, I'm not an idiot, he is their best player on this roster. 100%. Plus he's younger than most people who are coming yes. up on their second contract. He's only 25, 26? Yes, 26, I believe. year older yeah. than us, I believe. So, wow. I, I wanted wild. to know why this team, with their best player, really didn't want to pay him. And I, he, here's the reason. In the past 20 years, the leading rusher for every Super Bowl champion except for six teams made up less than 1% of the cap. I think you're not than... taking into a full account of oh, what hold on. goes on there. Oh, hold on, Jake. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, Go, let ahead. Me, Go ahead. Let me speak it all out here. I gotta paint the general picture, okay? Go ahead. So, uh, of the twenty past 20 seasons, only six players made up more than one percent of the cap. Only two of them made up more than three percent of the cap. Okay. Only one of them made up more than five percent of the cap. But that, that one player Marshawn who made Lynch, up right? it was Marshawn Lynch. In the past ten years, zero running backs were more than one percent of the cap that won a Super Bowl. The point that I'm making with this is that the overall goal a team has to look at when building a Super Bowl contending roster is how they can fit in overall pieces. Of the past 10 years, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Buccaneers, the Chiefs again, the Patriots, the Eagles, and the Patriots, what is something they all have in common? Uh, Good well, quarterbacks. And seven of them. <laughs> no, no. Thank in you, seven Austin. of them, it was Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes. Hold on, hold on. So... Thank, thank you, thank you, Austin. You're igno- you, thank no, you're you. ignoring hold something. On, hold on, hold on. No, you're on. ignoring something. Jake, let me, let me finish the you whole thing. You said good quarterbacks. Hold Nick Foles yes. sucks. Let me. I'm gonna climb through this camera and strangle you. All right. Of the past 20 years, I'll pay to see this. Of the past 20 years, 19 of them had a had a top 10 quarterback on their roster. Top 10. Nobody's arguing that. Nobody's arguing that quarterbacks. Go ahead. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The one the one outlier is obviously Nick Foles. Although. I would I, I would say that I think the Eagles had still had a chance to win the Super Bowl that year with Carson Wentz, who I would argue was a borderline top 10 quarterback that year, the way he played in the league. Besides the point, the reason the, the reason I brought all of that up, and Emmanuel Acho also was bringing up this point on his on his show from Fox, is that a team needs to look at what to build for their roster to be a contender. And the one piece other than a amazing defense, is having a top 10 quarterback in back in November, right around the bye, the giants offered Saquon $13 million plus incentives. He obviously declined it. And immediately the giants pivoted to re-signing Daniel Jones, whether or not I'm I'm not getting into the argument, whether or not I think Daniel Jones is a top 10, because I don't, the team obviously sees something in him, Uh, sees something enough in him to extend him over Saquon. So the, the way that the Giants looked at this and the way I think the Raiders kind of want to look at this with Josh Jacobs 
is they want to they don't want to build around a player who doesn't have as much overall value to a Super Bowl winning team, which is evident in the past twenty years, is the, that on their roster they want to instead elevate and pay the position that does have the most and only one example. There's only one outlier the entire twenty years. So, so I think that's what the teams are looking at. Do I personally agree that that should be the decision? No, I don't. I, I think running backs are heavily undervalued in this league. And while there are examples of uh, teams where they don't need a number one running back to win, there are still six examples that they do need a number one running back to win. And there are plenty of examples where number one running backs will get you to at least a conference championship We've seen it time and time again. Joe Mixon brought the Bengals there, et cetera, et cetera. I can Derek go on Henry. and on and on. <laughs> Derrick Henry brought the Titans there. Exactly. Like we've seen it time and time again where star running backs can at least elevate their team to get there enough. So I think what, what is happening and it's happened league wide. It's been, hasn't, this isn't a new situation it happened with Le'Ve- Le'Veon Bell. What? Five years ago, right? Until so 2018. Like and it was 2018 when it happened when he held out and the team. Trash. He was, which is hilarious. Uh, a team just looks at the running back position and goes, we can we can win without a star at your position. So I'm sorry. We like man. you. I, I know. I'm getting there. Hold on. I'm da- I'm going to close out my argument with that exact thing. <laughs> um, I, the, so, like, we, we like you as a player, but unfortunately we and the league also thinks we can win without a star at your position. So we're going to try. The thing that will – hurt to the Giants more so than the Raiders and why I was arguing I diff- I kind of differed with you Jake is because unlike the Raiders the Giants do not have a superstar wide receiver the Giants do not have superstar core defense the Giants do not have a s- decent offensive line the Giants also don't have a top 10 quarterback unlike every other they also s- now don't have Saquon Barkley <laughs> Um, I, I see the method. The whole point of why I just did that whole entire spiel was that I see the method the Giants and the Raiders are trying to do. In in fruition, it's going to hurt both teams this year. In the long run, I think they will be fine. So you're you're telling so, me is the Giants have no top anything. Yes. I also think that <laughs> I also think that you know we're ignoring some context there because a lot of star running backs mm. end up on teams with very bad quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. and Christian Ponder. Derrick Henry has fucking Ryan Tannehill, who is not bad, but he's he's mid. He's mid. He's not a top ten. Like, he's mid. He's um, a game manager, let's be real. I mean, even going back to Jamal Charles had Alex Smith. Um, like, Chris Johnson right. had Marcus Mariota, who wasn't very but, good in the NFL. But Actually, was Jake Lockerbacker. But Jake, but that's the thing. Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. But, like, the, I get, I get, but the point is that the, the running backs argument. didn't elevate the, the thing the running backs therefore I mean, didn't did, elevate though. those but they didn't elevate the they didn't elevate the quarterbacks to a win. That that's I the mean, whole point. They didn't they elevate did. them. Like Adrian Peterson made but, two uh, conference championship games. But they, they didn't elevate because the team sucked. But, but. but they that's the point, Jake. A quarterback is the reason you win the Super Bowl. The running back isn't. The running back can only elevate you so far. The quarterback is the entirety, with the exception, yeah, with the dog. exception <laughs> of Big Dick Nick. Literally, the one exception in the last twenty years. You need a top ten quarterback to win a Super also, Bowl. Also, you're ignoring you the no- fact that Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes are cr- account for like six of those Super Bowls. They're still top ten. Th- are they not top ten? 
They're the best I, quarterbacks in the league. It's just different. <laughs> it's not different, though. It means you need a top and 10 quarterback. Ignoring Jake, the fact that Sony Michelle is huge to the Patriots' playoff run in that. Uh, yes. Tom Sony Brady was. blew in that playoff run. Let's but he cool. wasn't a top but 10 he was, quarterback. Sony uh, Michelle also year, I mean, was less than like 1%. Top, I'm not saying he wasn't. No, uh, I just I think, think we're ignoring a lot of context and value. Well, and I get the I argument. Think, yeah. I get the merit. I just don't fucking agree with it. I hate it. This is to piggyback off of Kyle a little bit, I think he's not exactly wrong. It, it definitely no, I'm not saying that, he is wrong. I'm the way that teams, whether or not like there's more context, and I agree with you, Jake, on that, I think he's right in the fact that this is what teams look at either way. Like It just has to be because who do they pay, right? Um, we all know that obviously the most important position is quarterback. Um, I would say, honestly, after that, the next important position to me would be, or not position, but like impact to a winning team or a championship team would be your defense, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that in the playoffs, defense wins. So um, I would go quarterback to get you um, the whole team playing well um, because a good quarterback impacts the defense and then wanting to go into the trenches and hit hard. Um, Yes, I don't think you can do as well without a good run game, but we have seen the Pats be able to get by where it wasn't that they didn't have a good run game as a unit overall, but where you didn't have star running backs. We had James White at years where he carried us in, in either games or playoffs where we had... Um, you know, stuff and, like that. Like you said, again, Sony I'm not saying never like, a great. Again, I'm not trying to argue that Kyle's wrong in any way because I get the merit of it. I just fucking hate it, and I think it ignores a lot of context when it comes to star running backs. Yeah, I think they like, should get paid. Saquon more, but... hasn't won because Daniel Jones has been his fucking quarterback the entire time he's I... there, and then he had Joe Judge as his head coach. Yeah, like, I think I think it's mostly mostly on Joe Judge like... and Daniel Jones, to be honest. Adrian yes. Peterson, who the fuck was the head coach in Minnesota? Was it still Mike Zimmer? Yeah. I think okay. so, yeah. I think it was yeah. Mike Zimmer. Yeah, fucking exactly. <laughs> I, I think I think there's definitely a lot of context, like you're saying, but yeah. or context, but the bigger thing is when we're talking about are they going to pay these guys? Um, one, they see most GMs probably see them as replaceable because you can go get any guy like, pretty much out of if you yeah. have a good offensive line, you can go get anybody. Look at Michelle or other yeah, guys. Yeah, but there aren't a lot Put of a good, good line. offensive lines in the league. Like the Eagles. No, no, no. Agree. Agree. Like, but, like, you you can go get – There's. It, it's easier, I would say, to go get a decent running back. No, it is. A line and do well that season yeah. versus going out and getting, obviously, a star quarterback because that's yeah. way harder. Or I even also, a star receiver. Again, when it comes to Saquon specifically, right – the Cowboys paid Zeke when he was like 27, 28. He was it was after player. his rookie year, wasn't it? It, was after, it wasn't right no. after his rookie year, no. No, it was, it was, okay. it was a few years. It was year, it was year three, I'm pretty sure. Okay. The extension didn't kick in until he was like 27, 28. Yeah. Saquon's going to be 26. He's younger. And honestly, I wouldn't have paid Zeke because you could see consistently year after year that he was losing, losing, losing yep. a step. Like, it wasn't like he was consistently producing 1,600-yard seasons. Saquon, yeah. on the other hand, t- didn't ha- play football for a year and then didn't take a shit ton of hits last year. So acting like Saquon's got miles on him is not inherently correct to me. Josh yeah. Jacobs, on the other hand, I think there's a bigger argument to be made. I think he's just as valuable to the Raiders as Saquon is I to the I think he's injury-prone, too, so that's a problem. Yeah, and so, like, I could see the argument with Josh Jacobs. When it comes to Saquon specifically, like... Paying him $16 million is not astronomically out no. of the realm of possibility so, to me. So I get why he's standing on the principle. I really do. The problem with that, though, is that $16 million is then 4% of the cap next year. Ooh. And, yeah, how much room do you that's have? That's a lot. We have, like, not much. 
Yeah, that's the problem. Pay, yeah, we're in cap- to pay Daniel Jones. So, no, J- even with even with when we offered it, we Daniel Jones is not the problem with that contract. We were in cap hell before. We had to pick and choose who we were giving the extension to. Regardless who we gave the extension to. Yeah, they paid a fucking tackle, but they won't pay the goddamn running back. Thanks, Dave fucking Gettleman. Gettleman's the (laughs) fucking idiot. He's the reason we're in this whole... If Gettleman didn't do everything he did before, (laughs) we we wouldn't have any issues. But, like, we have to pick and choose. And when it comes to a star running back, like I mentioned, only six were making more than 1% of the cap. So you have to pick and choose. And, unfortunately, Joe Schoen looked at the situation, goes, Saquon will offer you... 13 mil, which is like 4% of the cap. He may try making wiggle room. Saquon said, no, I want to make a little bit more than McCaffrey. And uh, someone said, said he wanted I'm to sorry. Almost as much as McCaffrey. He didn't say more than. Because McCaffrey's making more than 16. Isn't he? No, he's making With 16. With incentives, he is, yes. He's no. making yeah, 16, base is 16 even. 16, right? Yes. Yeah. So he wanted to make slightly about or more. He didn't want to reset the market, which I get. That's a great. But Joe Schoen is like, I'm sorry, as a, as the situation this team has, we can't do it. We have to pick one or two, and you have to pick. You have to pick the one who you have to pick the position that would win you more. And whether or not, I'm not trying to get into the argument <laughs> know, about know, Daniel Jones. That's it's not fine. What I'm it's doing. fine. I'm not going to. It, it's the position value. I do want to end with Saquon. You are my favorite player on this team, and I will miss you. Thank you for being a New York Giant. I am yeah, going to gone, cry myself. Bro. I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. Um, yeah, how <laughs> dare you wear that Saquon jersey and argue oh, he doesn't man. deserve to be paid. <laughs> so I did, great. whoa, whoa, that's not what all I right. said. I am ready to argue about who the greatest college quarterback of all time is. Y'all know I've been waiting for this one. Oh, man. It's all not right. close. It's not fucking close. You're right. We probably have different fucking answers, and that's going to be hilarious about this. All right, guys. So I did my own criteria. I don't know what criteria you guys are working off of, and that is perfectly fine. We're going to go in alphabetical order. Um, honestly, you can give me any reason you want. You can give me any name you want. Um, I'm not going to be upfront about who mine is. I'll probably go last because I have a shit ton of information ready to go in rearing. Um, you know what? Alphabetical order. Andrew, why don't you start, buddy? Let's go. Give me one second. I got to pull up my, my information. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Austin, do you have this ready to go? Uh, I'll let him go first. I'm curious if he's going to have, but he, all should, right, all he right. probably has it right away. I mean... A lot of us probably have the same answer. I might be wrong. Probably. Well, I feel like Kyle's is different. Kyle's probably. Oh. I should probably let Kyle go first. That would be the no, 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 no. My, mine, mine is too good to not go first. This so dude, to not to go first. I mean, this dude's about to say Stetson Bennett. <laughs> oh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, we already know that. Um. All right. That'd I got my stuff. Go, go ahead, Andrew. Let's go. My all-time quarterback right now is Marcus Mariota. Okay. Um, Heisman winner. First round pick. Uh, really played his first three seasons at, Oklahoma, at Oregon. Wow, I cannot believe I just said Oklahoma. Um, but at Oregon was basically a starter his freshman year, sophomore and junior year. Drafted in the 2014 season. Um, had a stellar year. Um, what was his QBR rating? Uh, he had a he, well. His percentage wise was about sixty five percent throughout his three years playing in Oregon. Um, completed a hundred and five touchdowns to fourteen interceptions throughout his whole entire college career. I think that 
puts him right there on the top tier list for me as a as a top quarterback of all times. That's an interesting choice. Oh man, I had like a list of twenty five players I compared, and Marcus Mariota is not on that list. He's not. I don't on know, the list. man. It's not than that either. <laughs> I love. Him. I was not expect. I love Marcus Mariota. I just wasn't expecting that. That's... I loved him in college. College was he was so much better than he was in the NFL. I, I respect. I respect him, the choice. I. I think throwing him to the Titans was the was the worst idea for his career, because uh, he kind of got thrown to the wolves. He performed well in his first couple seasons, and then he just flopped. Well, yeah, I mean the wider I mean the wide receiver room in Tennessee has never been spectacular. No, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man, Austin, what you got for me, buddy? Uh, there's honestly a lot of great quarterbacks you could go off of. Um, you know, there's Vince Young. There's People would want to say Tim Tebow because the way you know, even though he wasn't a great quarterback, but uh, he won. So you know, but you could talk about whether or not that was him or the, the interesting players he had around him. Um, you could obviously go Johnny Football. Uh, I'm gonna go with somebody that I think is an interesting pick, and I pick him just because I wanted to be a little different, but he has some merit to him. Um, Graham Harrell from Texas Tech. Bro, I can't believe you just fucking said Graham Harrell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking done. Close it out. <laughs> this dude wins fucking wanted... nothing, and he puts up Graham Harrell. Fuck yes. you. Oh, I love it. I had to be so different. I wanted to be. Um... Oh, my God. Give me your reasons. Just fucking tell me. Uh, so, passing yards per game. He had 367 in a game for his career. All right. You know, that's pretty good, right? Um, he... <clears throat> I, yeah, honestly, I mean, there's really not that much to him. <laughs> he threw, he threw um, a lot of passes. He was in an air raid he, offense that threw like 60 did. passes um, a game. He had like 36 and a half touchdowns per year when he was there. Uh, and he had that great um, throw to Michael Crabtree that uh, when the Red Raiders beat the Texas Longhorns, who were number one in 2008. Uh, they did finish that year ranked uh, number 12 in the AP Bowl and went to the Cotton Bowl and everything. So, is he actually the greatest ever? I mean, no, I, not really. Just, just so you know, that's not a, a hot career. take. I I saw him. I in know like there's a lot two of or three that had. Yep. I excluded him from the list that I was doing because I was like, no, that's that's not a fucking thing. Absolutely not. I know. <laughs> I knew. It's kind of funny when I was doing all this. I was like, really, people really like Graham Harrell that high? Like, and don't get me I wrong. Like, I respect Graham Harrell. I loved him when he was at Texas Tech, but I wouldn't consider him like a top five college quarterback of all time. I know. Time. What's funny is like Bleacher Report doesn't even have like Vince Young and other guys like that. That a lot. They have like Baker. Be they have Graham Harrell. They have. They had uh, Manziel and uh, and uh, Graham Harrell one and two, which is kind of funny. So that is uh, that is weird. I, I mean, had to do it because I knew I wanted to. If you're talking like publicity wise, yeah, Johnny Manziel's up there with everybody. I mean, somebody yeah. may pick Johnny Manziel at this point. Kyle, go ahead, hit me with this most anticipated. <sighs> it's not close argument. So I was actually I was telling them uh, briefly who it is. Who it is. Uh, I gave them a sneak preview. Because I was absolutely furious when his name was already said, um, but it was Marcus, Marcus Mariota is who I was going with. Uh, Y'all are no. What the and, hell? And, and Mine was actually reason, a meme, but I'm surprised these two are real. Uh, no. So the reason I I did this because he has the second lowest interception percentage in NCAA history. He also obviously was a three year starter, won the Heisman Trophy. He led the Oregon Ducks to the actual championship. And didn't um, win. No, but he led it there. But his numbers are also win. winning. Isn't everything, Jake? Calm yes, down. it is. Uh, stop. Stop it. Yes, it is. <laughs> no. 
Oh. Oh my lord. What? I always tell my um, that. <laughs> but he just had he has insane numbers throughout his entire career. But now, right. since my thing was taken for the meme, because I actually just looked up his numbers, and they actually aren't that bad. Uh, Trace McSorley, actually. I hate all of you right now. <laughs> he is actually pretty good. <laughs> so the good. only one who is even remotely close in consensus lists is Graham fucking Harrell. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> no. Nuh-uh. Trace fucking hey, McSorley. Hey, wait, 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 wait. We never said it had to be. A, we didn't have specific specific criteria for this so we, we don't <laughs> we're talking about the greatest college quarterback of all time and you're giving me people who never won championships <laughs> for fucking, besides mariona never won a, did mariona might have won a heisman but he didn't like trace mcsorley never won either and was never the best quarterback in his own conference never by the greatest quarterback three, in college well, history his, between his three years, he went to bowl games all three years. Like yeah, he, a lot of guys can say that. Top quarterback though, he was. Dude, you get to go to a cor- you can go to a bowl game if you're five hundred. So yeah, you go to a bowl game at <laughs> six and six. Yeah, but like anyway, like Christian anyway. Hackenberg would have went to bowl games too, but his team was suspended. <laughs> okay, let's let's let the so who's the, the actual? Yeah, who's the re- <laughs> who's the actual college quarterback of all time, bro? It's Tim fucking Tebow. It's not fucking. It's not fucking close. I'm not going to be fancy here. It's Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton has an argument for the greatest college football season of all time and is on this list that I have compiled of 25 separate quarterbacks. Now, let me tell you something about Mr. Tim Tebow, Mr. Jesus Christ worshiper himself. Um, Tim Tebow had 9,285 passing yards with 88 touchdowns and 2,947 rushing yards with 57 touchdowns for a total of 145 total TDs over his career, which out of the list that I compared was tied first with fucking Kellen Moore, who, mind you, is an underrated quarterback in his own right. Uh, I ranked that the second best career statistically uh, besides Kellen Moore, who, you know, had more passing yards, more passing touchdowns, yada, yada, yada. Had more total yards. Tim Tebow also won a Heisman. And for those of you who say he wasn't a great quarterback, he won a Davey O'Brien, which means he was the best quarterback in college football. He won a Maxwell twice, meaning he was the best offensive player in college football at one point in his career. And he won two national championships with a record of 35 and 6. On a 20-point scale, he earned 19 points. The next highest was Kellen Moore, or was it Kellen Moore or Joe Burrow? Kellen Moore at 13, Joe Burrow at 12, Colt McCoy tied with 12, Cam Newton at 9, Charlie Ward with 7, Lamar Jackson tied at 7, Vinny Tethaverdi at 6, RG3 tied at 6, Tommy Frazier at 5, and Deshaun Watson tied at 5 to round out your top 10. Trevor Lawrence came in right behind Deshaun Watson, Johnny Menzel came in behind that, so did Matt Leinart. Peyton Manning came in behind that, and there's a slew of players who got zero, including... Dan Marino, Doug Flutie, Andrew Luck, Vince Young, Joe Namath, Jameis Winston, Johnny Luchak, Mike Vick, Roger Staubach, and John Elway. It's fucking Tim Tebow, and you can't tell me otherwise. (laughs) God damn. Trace McSorley for the win. (laughs) Throw it on a dime. dime. Bro, I would have respected it more if you said Ian Book. That's how bad that take is. No. Stop it. (laughs) At least Marcus Mariota's like cognizable, had really good stats. His yards are there. Like, hey, 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 hey. That's why he I'm is not included. He is not included on many of those lists. By the way, just so no. you're ready. 
I think it's. I, I think he. I think he should be. He just isn't included on this list for some reason. By the way, if those of you who don't know who Johnny Lujak is, that's a good thing because he played for Notre Dame in the 1940s and won three straight national championships. The man threw for only just over 2,000 yards in his entire career and had more interceptions than passing touchdowns. But apparently, he belongs on the list because he won three national titles in the 1940s. I mean, you just said championships matter, so they do. They matter a lot, actually. And they matter if they come from one of the blue bloods and uh, for the record kellen moore was 50 and 3 in his career which is kellen moore was fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. He, he's ridiculous. the fact that people label graham harrell above kellen moore makes yes. me sick makes me absolutely I, I, sick. I was gonna say kellen moore and i was like nah i gotta give him graham harrell because i know he'll hate it <laughs> oh man trevor lawrence is also up there like this is a de- it is an actual debate but like tim tebow cleared the field when it comes to stats and accolades it the accolades that I counted. So, like, Heisman's, Davey O'Brien's, Maxwell's, national titles. And, yes, Tim Tebow had a wonderful team around him, but saying that he wasn't a good quarterback, Austin, is absolutely asinine. I was saying that because that's what people say. I, I know, I, I know, I know it's a joke, but, like, God. I actually liked him when he was with the Broncos. He, didn't, he wasn't amazing, but He was awful at the Broncos. He was, all, he was awful at the NFL. He was great at Florida, though. Now, Kyle, from what I understand, you have a question for us. I do. Uh, before... uh, unequivocally, the greatest college quarterback of all time is Tim Tebow, by the way. It's Marcus Mariota, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Does anyone else have anything else to go over before Marcus I do? Marcus even the best quarterback during his time at Oregon. Jameis Winston was winning titles and Heisman's at State. No, go ahead. <laughs> And he in Den W. <laughs> he also has the title for the worst pregame speech of all time. <laughs> you guys see this? That's W. Let's eat one. <laughs> yeah, I gotta know what he uh, meant by that. I, I, I need love, to I love James oh. Winston, dude. A source of infinite entertainment and actually good at football. But okay, so let's go. <laughs> anyway, all right. So the the question to end it. I want you all to think back of a time. When your favorite team lost a heartbreaker in a championship. I hate you. I hate you. And I want I you to this. go into, would you change it to have your favorite team win the championship that year? And why? So, At the so, cost of what? Yeah. Nothing. Otherwise, yes. No cost. No, no, and, not nothing. You have to, but you have to pick one. And you're only one team, one championship you can think of. Okay, and have so, it out of all this is so out of all yeah. of you, out of all of your favorite teams across college, professional sports, all sports, only one team that lost in the championship turned yeah, into a win. This Which one would you I won't say it if somebody take, else says it, but like, can wait. I take like a tournament run spot where they could have gone to the finals? Sure, life? sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Andrew, go ahead, start, buddy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but the United States, when they went into that third mm. place game for the World yep. Cup, where we could have won our that, first uh, World Cup, was that it was like 94. I thought it was 94. Oh, yeah, maybe right. Oh, you got to be like, alive for it. Hold on. You got to no, be alive. No, that was I'm saying it now. No, no, no. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, okay. It, that wasn't part of right. the criteria. It, it, it is now. You have to be alive to witness it. Yeah, now you got to make No, Andrew's, Andrew's answer is valid. Is fine. For now, we have to be alive for it. You Andrew's have to be alive. Valid. Andrew, while yours is valid, come up with another one for when you were alive. All we'll right, get back to you. Right. Uh, Austin, go. Sure, uh, well, go for me, then, it's uh, the Path Perfect Season. Yeah, 2007 uh, Patriots. I mean, yep, like, I, I'm not going to say it because you said it, Austin, but yeah, okay. uh, I think that's self-explanatory. Um, 
My answer is going to be the 2008 BC Virginia Tech Conference Championship game because if BC wins that game, they go to the national title game for the first time in however many years. I would have been their first BCS title game, and I am very salty that Virginia Tech beat us. Still. <laughs> Still to this day, Jay. Still. <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you got? So I actually had to look this over, and I was a little bit surprised that it. I saw that the Patriots were four years in a row in the Super Bowl. I was yeah, trying. I was swapped su- uh, winning and losing for four years. Oh yeah, I was looking at that. I saw. I was. I had to debate between the Patriots versus the Broncos because that game infuriated me. And um, the game that was the Eagles versus the Patriots, I would. As much as I would have loved for us to beat the Broncos, and I still probably would choose that, I would rather have us win three years in a row um, by beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Even though I don't even know if anyone deserved to win in the 2019 game, as there was like only one or maybe even no touchdowns that game. One. Yeah. There was one. Yeah, a 13-3. to three. That was the most pathetic Super Bowl. Actually, I loved, I loved it. it. Really? I it was so it. boring. Me and, me and, yeah, see, you're in with the majority here. Jake, I loved Jake and, I, Jake and I were watching the game together that night. Yes, we were, and I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I was like, this is beautiful defense. It's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. It is my favorite thing on the planet. It kept me on the edge of my seat because I was anticipating Bro, the score to happen at any one moment. Big, and one big just... play changes the entire game, and yeah. like the entire time. The Gronk, the Gronk play changed everything. Back-to-back seams. Back-to-back seams. If you are not on the edge of your seat when the game is six to three, I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> anyway, Honestly, it, that's more intense than than when it's thirty six to thirty three. Yeah, because you just know the other offense is going to score. <laughs> like, yep. Andrew, do you have a replacement yet? I I do. I have the Celtics in the finals, the most recent one that they were just in. Oh, uh, fair. Winning the champ, winning yeah. the championship against the Warriors. Because fuck their dynasty, fuck the Warriors dynasty right now. I also Honestly, think if, if they win was... last year, they probably get in this year. Yeah. Oh also, God, yeah. I think for me, if I was gonna go with the Celtics, it would have to be what when they oh, lost nine. the Lakers. Yeah. Oh nine. Yeah. The oh nine That's Lakers fair. lost. Just to get know. back at the Lakers. Because, and I mean, we beat them in 08. So, I mean, I, exactly. I feel like I'm with Andrew with the Celtics when I want to take in the Warriors win. Fair but, enough. All right, Kyle. We all know that you're looking at it. Mine is easy for me. It's when yeah. uh, the your Cheetah... team don't go to the championship anyway. But, uh, oh, anyway, listen. <laughs> so, see see that banner? Back-to-back <laughs> champions. I, I have a team that, that has won recently. Bro, they're not even from your region. You just chose to be a Georgia Bulldog. I, I have been a bull, I've been a Bulldog fan for years, for the record. Oh, uh, are but you anyway. doing it where they lost to the Alabama Crimson Tide? I am not. I am no, not picking no, them because no, I'm not. It's going to be a Yankees thing. It is going to be a Yankees one, and it's going to be 2017 because that absolutely broke my heart when the Astros <laughs> – when the Astros won, but I was even more infuriated when I found out that they cheated to get there. I was in Austin's room when we ended up losing yep. the final game. Yep. And you and I, dude, oh, you and I were just like, what is this? We were Game seven so in the, pissed. what, uh, was it the eighth when they hit the? Yeah, eighth, I think. I think it was the eighth. And we were up too, and I was like, oh, we yeah. six outs. It was, I was so mad. Um, so that, that was really that was definitely a heartbreaker uh for me so 100%. and we had just beaten one of the best regular season teams ever with those yep. freaking indians yeah uh, bro 
There are a lot yeah. of disappointing uh, situations for sports fans. Let's be real. Let's be there real. Are. Um, Kyle, this year with the Patriots, or not the Patriots, memories. the Bruins. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bringing up painful, awful memories. Um, You're welcome. No, actually, great question. I think that's a beautiful question looking at the insight. Um, on that note, guys, if there's nothing left to say, uh, make sure you go follow us on all our social medias, High School Backups, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you know to subscribe to the channel, like, comment on the video. Tell us how we did. Tell us if you like the content. Uh, you can all tell them that I'm right about the greatest college quarterback of all time, and the rest of these dudes are Trace Mix, I think the Trace best Mix argument Mix. here is Marcus Mariota, and that is not what I was expecting today. Hold on. I don't know where people think Graham Harrell is. The uh, best I don't know why like, they actually... <laughs> like, statistically, maybe he's up there, but he threw 65 times a fucking game. It does, like, whatever. I'm not getting into this. We already talked about it. Uh, on that note, guys, see you next week. Thanks. Peace.